Amen. Well, as you know, we are, our theme is, it's harvest time, hashtag the word, but I'm going to speak a little bit of, of, of harvest, and you need to understand that harvest means increase, and I want to speak about your increase. This is my second um, service this morning. Praise the Lord, and I'm very excited for what God is doing all over the face of the earth. I always remember Dr. Gustav, and on behalf of Dr. Gustav, God bless you. He is in Vietnam at this very moment, preaching the word of the Lord, doing about um, um, three or four services a day, um, bringing people to Christ. It's a hungry nation. Keep them in your prayers. And, 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 and also, after Vietnam is going to Malaysia and then the Philippines, he had a good time in Bangkok. And also in the rest of Thailand where he ministered. Pastor Yaku is in the U.S. Um, at Pastor Aurelia's church this morning. We keep him in prayer as well because we know God is moving. Amen. If you are sitting, you better get out because God is moving. And I know this is Dr. Gustav always say this is your time for increase. And this is the year of expansion. But it is, this is also not only the year of increase and expansion. But this is also the last few months of this year is going to be the year of great reward. Come on, I'm not only saying it because it sounds good, I'm saying it because if you read the times and the signs, come on, you will know. If you, if you know the sons of Issachar, I spoke on it last Sunday evening, they knew the signs and the times, and you need to know, signs and times tell us now, it's the time of great reward. You don't give up and you don't give in, keep on keeping on, come on, because you might feel that you are in a dark place today, I'm here to tell you this morning, you're not buried, you are planted. Come on. Many times seed falls in the ground and you are a seed. Come on. God has given us and he made us not only to carry seed, but we, he also create us with seed on the inside of us. And that is amazing how amazing God is. Let's just go to 1 Corinthians 3 verses um, 4 till 9. Now, this morning, it sounded like I couldn't read, but I couldn't see, because sometimes I just need my glasses. Amen. And it says, when one of you say, I am a follower of Paul, and another say, I'm a follower of Apollos, are you acting just like people of the world? After all, who is Apollos? Who is Paul? We are only God's servants through whom you believe the good news. Each of us did the work of the Lord that the Lord gave us. I planted the seed in your heart. Apollos watered it, but it was God who made it grow. It is not important who does the planting or the, who does the watering. What is important is that it's God that makes the seed grow. Tell your neighbor, it's God that makes the seed grow. And I'm here to tell you this morning, you are a seed busy growing. And when you are in a dark place or you feel like you're in a hole, you don't give up and you don't give in because you are busy growing. Come on, you are busy growing. And, 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 and you know what is amazing about God? He gives us the word so that we can live by the word. Tell your neighbor, live by the word. Amen. God makes us seed. God made 
the seed for it to grow. Nobody wants to invest in something that doesn't grow. In Genesis 1, God created the heaven and the earth, and He spoke to every living thing to be come into existence. But mankind, He came and He got His hands dirty, come on to create us. But God was so, so wonderful in creation that He placed on the inside of creation a seed. That's why God created seed givers and seed carriers. Come on. Otherwise, if God didn't create us like that, He would have had to come back every time we need something. Every time someone or something needs to be created or come forth, then God must come down to do it. But God said, no, 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 no. I'm going to create you in such a way that when you hear the word that is the seed, it will fall into ground in your heart and it will grow. Come on. And where growth takes place, there is expansion. Tell your neighbor, the harvest is always bigger than the seeds. Come on, the word you hear now, when you go and you meditate on this word, and you, you think on this word, and you really just get yourself into the word, what happens? The knowledge of the word starts growing and growing and growing. We cannot go without the word, but today I can teach you the word. I can tell you what to do, and you can take it, and you can go, can go teach others, and you can tell others what to do, and you can give them the five-point plan of how to read the word and how to live the word, but if you don't do it yourself, it will be in vain. Come on. Because a lot of people have head knowledge, but they don't have heart knowledge. And heart knowledge only comes when the Logos word turns into the Rhema word. Do I have some people in the house this morning? Don't die on me this morning. And that's why not even God will invest in something that doesn't grow. He told Adam and Eve, go and multiply. That's what he told us. That is one first commandment God gave us is go and and multiply. Yes, we need to bring forth on the earth, but we also need to multiply where we bring forth souls into the kingdom of God, because God is a God of multiplication. Nothing in God dies. Come on, nothing in God dies. And that's why when He created you, He created you with so much thought that he knew that you will produce. He knew that you will bring forth. And I just want to say welcome, Abigail, um, all the way back from the UK. Amen. Because we need to know that it's not only doing the word. Because James 1.22 says, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourself. Tell your neighbor, I'm no longer going to fool myself. I'm no longer going to be stupid. Because I'm going to do exactly what the word asks me to do. If you do the word, you will get the results of the wor word. If you do the world, you will get the results of the world. And we're not people of the world. We are in this world, but we are from a different kingdom. We are from a kingdom wherever we go and whatever we touch, we multiply. Come on. 
And many people, the seed that you carry gets uh, aborted because of your mindset and the words you speak over your life. But when it comes to seed planting, you need some faith. Come on. You need some faith. In Genesis 8, verses 22, it says, As long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. As long as we're on the face of the earth, there will be seed time and harvest time. Come on. God says, I am not a man, that, and you should not, I'm God and I will not be mocked. Come on. Whatever you soweth, you will reap. God is so serious about harvest that the whole Bible you read on planting and, and sowing and, and, and giving and, and receiving, and, and it's God's way of saying, I'm the God of the multiplication. God did not call you to live in drought and in barrenness. And many people settle for the barrenness where they bring nothing forth because they don't allow the seed to grow on the inside of them. Come on. I can give you the word like I said it. But if you can just, if you just take the word and like, oh, it was a good service. But if you go home and you meditate on it and you apply the word, what happens? That very seed that was sown is starting to come up. And the harvest is always greater than the seed. I've said it and I will say it over and over and over again. But between seed time and harvest time, there's a process. Come on. I tell, I've tell this story, I think, many times. But um, my son, they've learned about beans in school. So he took all the beans I had in my house, and he went and he planted it everywhere in the garden. Now, I had a moment in life when I thought I can do gardening. You know, I'm so good at it, even my feet plant the frack. <laughs> so I started to work the ground, and I started to water and, you know, I even posted nice pictures of what I was doing on Facebook and everything. But later on, I saw this thing coming up. And I'm like, I didn't sow anything that looks like this. But that seed were laying in the ground, waiting for the process. That water is part of the process, waiting for it to be watered so that it can, can start to grow. Many of you, you are laying, waiting for, for the Holy Spirit or somebody to pour water on you. But the thing is, the water has been poured. You need to absorb the Holy Spirit, absorb the Word so that you can grow. Come on. And I had a whole yard full of beans all over. And I'm just thank God that it wasn't Jack and the Beanstalk. That my house would have disappeared. Somebody told us something very interesting yesterday. And I was, and I was like, okay, you know, people that put up the shacks, they go these days to the, to the um, um, say, Cape Garden Center, and they buy trees. They buy trees and they put it in the ground like four, they make like a four corners. And then they start building their house. The trees become the pillar of the house. 
Now, if you go and have a little moment of thinking about this, somewhere that tree is going to grow. So they will still think their house is down here. And when they look up, the house will be right there, and they will have no more house, only roof. Come on. Because everything you plant grow. And I was like, can you believe, can we be so interesting? But many people, they think the process is easy. No, the process is not easy. In the process of planting, you will face dark times, cold times, wet times. Why? Because when you bury somebody in a funeral, it's, you, you want to get rid of the body, right? But when you plant something, it is, it is something that needs to die in itself, but also to live in itself. Come on. And only by doing that, you can, you can only have Jesus. When you lay down your old self and he rises up within you, because then you are only a new creation. To be a seed that is planted is destiny concealed. To be a seed that is planted is destiny concealed. Come on. Destiny hidden from the world. But to grow is destiny revealed. The only time the seed is revealed is when it pressed through the hard ground. Break through any kind of barrier. Come on. That's why you need to have the spirit of breakthrough, break forth, and break out. Because if you're never going to break through, break forth, and break out your, your potential, your God-given potential and position will never be revealed. You will only be stuck in the ground as a little teeny-weeny leaf or stick or whatever comes out first. But when you say, Lord, I'm going to break through the opinions of people. I'm going to break through circumstances. I'm going to break through whatever the world is saying. I'm going to rise up and I'm going to grow and I'm going to do what you called me to do. I'm going to be what you called me to be. That is God's glory being revealed through you. Too many people are sitting and settling for, oh, shame. Oh, shame. They want to hide themselves because they are so walking in shame and they are walking in embarrassment and they are ashamed of themselves, embarrassed of themselves, have a low self-esteem and all God is saying, you can do it. I believe in you. You carry greatness on the inside of you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are not a nothing. I have called you for greatness. I've called you to multiply. You can no longer sit. You need to rise up and be a blessing so that my name, Jesus' name, can be glorified. Come on. But as long as you're going to hide and be afraid, Pastor Tasha, I cannot talk. How do I tell somebody about Jesus? Easy, just open your mouth. What I do is I, I find a a, 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 a common ground between me and whoever. Common ground. 
somebody look at a magazine. I said, oh, yes, what's the gossip in the magazine today? And later I will change it into a gospel. You find common ground. If somebody like a car, now I am terrible with cars. I don't know. I just know the color of cars. But you find that common ground. And you will see when people shows, see that you show interest in what they like, they're going to listen to you. Come on, they will listen to you. Be available. Become what the word is saying. But while the, free, the seed is in the ground, you cannot walk around with doubts. No farmer plants grapes or, or, or whatever they are planting. And say, like, oh, I wonder if I'm going to get a harvest. I wonder if this year, if I'm going to have, if, I can, if, if there's going to be something to, 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 to um, harvest. No, no, he knows, he's convinced, he has no doubt. He doesn't listen to the neighbors and what the neighbors is saying. Because the, if an apple farmer comes to a, 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 a pineapple farmer and tell the pineapple farmer what to do, the, the pineapple farmer cannot listen to the apple farmer. Two different types of crop. Come on. Two different types. Now they want to tell you, oh, you should do it like this or you should do it like that. No, 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 no. You just do the word of the Lord. And you will see. And what you need to realize is the equipment used for planting is not the same equipment that you use for growing. Planting comes. By you sowing a seed into somebody else's life. Then the Holy Spirit it comes and He waters it. There's a two-part role you play in it. But with the Word of God, you plant the seed. The Holy Spirit watered the seed. And then somebody will give their heart to Jesus. But now the, the tool of growing is not telling somebody, come to Jesus, give your heart to Jesus. Now it's, okay, you gave your heart to Jesus, but now I need you to show you how to live. Discipleship. Come on. Discipleship. But sometimes we want to do, we want to have it the other way around. We first want to disciple people before we've won them, consolidate them, disciple them. Come on. And you need to know the order of the day. All of you sitting here is called to make impact in somebody's life. God is waiting for your mouth to open so that the seed can leave your mouth and penetrate somebody's heart for it to grow. But as long as, as you are silent, come on, and you tell nobody about Jesus, and you're not doing the word. What's going to happen? Nothing. You know, we are so worried about our cars and our houses and how we look and, and, and what we have. And we are so earthly minded that we forget about eternity. If you change your mindset from now to eternity, your focus on things will change. 
Because now is what you can get for yourself. Give me, give me, give me. But when you have a mindset of eternity is who can I take with me to heaven? Whose life can I make impact in? Who can I tell that Jesus is alive? There is hope. Come on. There is freedom in Him. It will not always be easy when you serve God, but at least you are not alone. When you face the giant, come on, you can say there is something greater on, on the inside of me than there is on the outside. You can face life with knowing that if God is for me, who can be against me? It's not about having nice things and there's nothing wrong. God wants you to be prosperous. God wants you to have the very best. I'm not against you having. But what are you doing with what you have? Is it to, to brag about it, to make everybody else feel that they're not worthy because you have so much? Or is it to make impact in the kingdom of God? To bring change, to bring expansion to the lives of others? Or is it just to make you look good and feel good and feel great? Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing the word of God. Stop listening to negative things. Stop listening to negative people. I know it's crazy outside. I know it's expensive outside. But don't let people influence your faith. There's a seed of greatness on the inside of you. And if you are a sower and a giver, you have all the right to stand on the word of the Lord. Even if it goes crazy, even if it gets more expensive, you are protected by the blood of the Lamb. Somebody, we were visiting somewhere um, for two days and I was speaking about something. And I said, no, I'm not afraid. I'm a giver. I'm not just a giver, I, I pay my tithe. And if you pay your tithe, it means there's protection. And I'm very bold about it. I, as a, a girl stayed by my house, and I didn't have things around my house yet. Now, knowing my husband, I, my, my, my sound system in my car is more expensive than my car. Okay? So he put this fancy sound system in. I think it was too fancy for whoever wanted to steal a sound system. And that night I forgot to lock the car. But her car, her alarm were on. She had a cheap sound system in. And guess what? They just looked through my window and my car went locked. They could have just opened the door, take it and just walked away. But they rather choose because I had protection over my car. They chose to go in, knock her window out, steal her sound system. And the night her husband and Vian were driving up and down to see if they can find the people. She said, I wonder why they would steal my sound system. It's such a cheap one. I said, yes, I know because you probably didn't pay your tithe. <laughs> Come on. That is how bold it is. Because God says he will keep the devourer of your land. 
It's not just a paying the tithe and be obedient. There's a promise that comes with it. Wherever you go, a, a moth and, and things that wants to come steal, kill, and destroy cannot come close because why? The Word of God, the principle of the Word is protecting your stuff. And that's why when you sow your seed, die to the opinion of people, die to news. Don't be negative. Don't abort your own seed. Walk by faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You might not see it today. You might not have it today. But there will come a time, and I think it's Galatians 6 that says, if you are patient, harvest time will happen at the right time. You will have your harvest at the right time. And you say, but Pastor, Christianity, is that all what it is about giving and receiving and harvest? And, and I'm not even just talking about your money. I'm talking about your time and your energy, your home and your food. I'm talking about everything you have. Everything you have. Come on. I cannot wait to plant seed. I am, I'm, uh, we've got um, JD12, and all of us, we are part of JD12, and we belong to someone. But there's a group of women that I mentor. Why? Because I want to see them grow in ministry. Every second Wednesday, I have a session with them where I speak into their life. And it's not, oh, sweetie, you are so cute. You are, you are. I said, no, no, no. Get out the word of God. Do devotion. Seek him. It's things like that. Why? I'm planting a seed and I'm expecting them to grow. Because nobody, not even God, will invest in something that doesn't grow. Nobody. Because you want to see a harvest. You want to see fruit. And you can only see fruit if you plant a seed. Come on. If you plant a seed. And you need to know that God is for you. Not against you. Your faith is the substance of the foundation in the ground, the fertilizer of the ground your seed grow in. Nothing happens without faith. If you don't believe, it's not going to happen. Only when you say, yes, Lord, I believe in you, even if I don't see it. Even if it feels that like I'm dying. Even if it feels that I cannot cope. I cannot do this. But you keep on keeping on and you do the word. Because God, I said it Sunday night, God honors his word so much that he placed his word above his name. He said, heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of the Lord will stand. Come on. He's a principal God. If you do the word, you will see the harvest. I never believe that you can say you love and you're not a giver. 
Imagine that I tell my husband, oh, I love you so much, but I will only see you once a year. And that's at Christmas or Valentine's Day where I can receive a gift. Come on. But sometimes that is how we are with God. Like, relationship is, I want to be in your presence. I want to, I want to talk to you. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to eat with you. Come on. I want to love on you. Relationship. But many of us, we don't know God because we don't have time. We don't understand the word because we don't have time. We're not a giver because you don't understand love. Because love automatically gives. Love automatically gives. You don't need love to receive. But you need love to give. Because lovers are givers. Come on. Lovers are givers. Don't tell me you love God, but you are stingy with your time. You are stingy with your, with your testimony. You are stingy with your money. Come on. Don't tell me. Because when you are in love with the Father, and you really truly had an encounter with Jesus, you will give your all. You will come to the place where Jesus gave his life. God sowed one seed, his son. But his harvest, harvest is nations. Jesus didn't die for nothing. He died because he knew that there is a harvest waiting. And you need to understand. You can run for money and you can run for gold and you can run for nice things. There's nothing wrong with it. But the day you give your last breath, you're not taking that diamond ring with you. You know, my, I, I love it when Dr. Gustav said, you know that tea set. Nobody's allowed to drink out of that tea set because your great-great-grandma gave it to you. Hello? You are not even six feet under and the husband is already crying like this. <laughs> Ready to, and the new wife, she's not going to take care of that tea set. She's going to drink her tea and serve the children and everybody out of it. Come on. It's the truth. That's why you cannot hold on to stuff. That money that you are leaving for um, an Afrikaans, I'm going to tell this story in Afrikaans, Odach. You know, you put it under the mattress for Odach, for one day when you're old. And there was this woman living on a farm, and her husband were always putting the money away for Odach. You know, putting it under the mattress one day for Odach. And one day somebody heard he's, he's hiding money for Odach. And he came and he knocked on the door. And the woman opened the door and he said, good 
they, ma'am, I, my name is Odach. And the lady said, man, my husband has been waiting for you forever. He's putting money under the mattress for you. And there is Odach weg with Odach's geld. Come on. Your, your Odach will come and go and you will be really in trouble. Because we are so focused on earthly things and earthly what this. And there's nothing wrong because you need to plan. If you ever do a leadership where I am, I, I, I'm teaching on these things. But when it comes to God, what more do you need than the provider itself? What more do you need than the healer itself? It's not about a provision. It's not about the healing. It's not about the protection. But when you have God, you have it all in itself. It's not something that you just hear about. Not someone that you just talk about. But it's someone you experience every single day. And because you're experiencing every single day, wherever you go, guess what? You're no longer a seed. But you are the fruit carrier. Where people will come and they will eat of your fruit. And your fruit will taste and it will be juicy and it will be good. Because God fertilized it. He watered it and he made it grow. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Not that you are good, that the Lord is good. And I want to end off with this. But I want to tell you that seed is the start of something new. Every time you plant a seed, you're not going to plant a seed and yesterday's apples is going to come up. Come on, you're not going to plant a seed and rotten, two years old apples is coming up. Every time you plant a seed, there will be a new harvest. Don't look at seed as something negative. You yourself is a seed. Look at seed as new beginnings. Something to expand and to carry greatness. Come on. There is, I, I think I sent Billy a clip of how you can make a little small orange tree that carries little small oranges. And I think it grows just this big. But we're not little, immature, small plants. We are giants in the Lord, carrying not only leaves, but great fruit. Amen. Can you give me five minutes? Hello, beautiful ladies. The hand of the Lord is over you. I just see that God is just 
positioning you for greatness. I see that God is doing something in your heart, something in your heart, and He's really just speaking to you. I just can can I touch your hand and just want you? My hand is very cold, but I just want to pray over you, and I want to say, Father God, thank you for this beautiful woman. Lord, I pray right now that what she carried in her heart and that what you are praying for, Lord, that you will bring forth the promises of God over her life, and even those prayers and those tears that ran, and and when she prayed for Lord, that she will know and know that a great harvest is going to come up. I hear the Lord say, a great harvest of the prayers that you have prayed is coming up. Don't be concerned about the things of yesterday, says the Lord. But be, con- be, be concerned about what the Word is saying. Do the Word. Walk in the Word. And read the Word. Meditate on the Word. And you will know exactly what God wants to do. And sweetie, God is also just telling me to tell you that you are not alone. He is for you. And he has a great plan and a purpose for you. You were a little bit out of position, but God is bringing you back in place and position for greatness. Die to the opinion of people. Okay? Um, Pastor Sharon and Sean, can I ask you to just pray over them for me, please? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I also see the hand of God over you. I see a lot of wisdom that you carry on the inside of you. And it's sometimes like, Lord, what do I have to give? And I just hear God say that you all you need to do is just give your wisdom. Your wisdom, because God has placed so much wisdom on the inside of you. And I see how God is also positioning you for something greater. I see there's a lot of things that went on and went on and went on. But I see how, how God is breaking off heavy burdens off of you. The things that you carried that you were not supposed to carry. Sometimes we carry everybody's worries everybody's problems and God says no longer will you carry the the stuff of other people because God says he's going to give you a strategic way to show people not to seek human but to seek God I, I like you said you are new I don't know you but I really see there's also a firmness but a gentleness concerning you and don't fear to say what God is saying and don't fear to speak up because you're not doing it out of hatred or anger. You're doing it out of seriousness with God and speak because as you speak, God is showing me he will bring people into place and into position. Even if it's in the mall or where you go in the family, wherever you go, don't underestimate what you carry, says the Lord, because there's really a greatness on the inside of you. That's going to expand and explode. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray for this beautiful, gentle giant, Father. Thank you that you raise her up for a time such as this. Thank you for all this wisdom that she carries, Father God. Lord, I pray, Father, that you will go before her and make her way straight. I pray today, Lord, that you will lift her up. They will come back and apologize, says the Lord. They will come back, and they will see the hand of God over you. I don't know what it is, but I just hear God is saying, they will come back to apologize. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. Gina Saman. The Heere sê, it is time to forgive. 
en te laat gaan. Kijk, die wat jou seer gemaakt het, die wat jou teleergestel het, vergewe hulle en laat het gaan. Want jou bevrijding is in jou vergifnis, sê die Heere. Heere het een groot plan met jou leven. En die duivel wil rechtig kom in jou, hy wil jou uit jou wentelbaan uitbring. En jy weet dat jy een lopende wonnewerk is. Jy weet dat die Heere jou al so beskerm het. Die, die, die feit dat jy hier so sit, Die Heere sê, dingetjies wat gebeur het in jou klein tyd, in jou klein, toe jy kleiner was, goed wat gesê was, goed wat gedoen was, goed wat van jou weerhou was. Die Heere sê, as jy laat gaan en vergewe, gaan jy sien hoe hy jou net gaan vrymaak. 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 Kijk. En moet nooit na jouself kyk as nie goed genoeg nie. Kijk. Die Heere het een groot plan, jongman hoor jy, en het mens om jou wat rarig lief is vir jou, en wat jou aantjeer, en wat wil weet waar jy is, is ons jou nie sien nie. Amen. Pastor Sean, can you pray for you, please? Amen. Amen. Ook jong man, die hand van die Heer is ook oor jou, die Heer het rarig geplan met jou leven. Hallo jylle, die Heer het rarig geplan met jou leven. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If you are here this morning now, you will see I'm English and Afrikaans because I already preached Afrikaans service. But if you are here this morning and you say, Lord, I'm not only going to be a seed planted, but I'm going to be a fruit carrier that people can taste and see that you are good. I'm going to be a doer of the word, not fooling myself, not deceiving myself any longer, but I'm going to do exactly what your word is telling me to do. I'm going to rise up and I'm going to be a soul winner and I'm going to be dynamic for you, Father. And I'm not just saying it to look smart this morning. I'm saying it because I mean it. I want you to stand. Father God, you see us all standing. We're not just standing up as a seed that was planted, Father, but we're standing up as a harvest that is carrying fruit for you to be glorified. This morning I pray, Father, that you touch each and everyone that is here in this place this morning where they say, yes, Lord, we will go and we will bring forth, we will multiply I pray that you give them wisdom and understanding. I pray that you send people their way. Because we know there's nothing wrong with the harvest. Because the harvest is plenty. It's the laborers that is few.
But today we ask the Lord of the harvest to send in these laborers that are standing here into the harvest field. We're not going to let strange people work our land. For you are King of glory and God Almighty. We worship you, we honor you, and we praise your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. While we are standing, if there's anybody here this morning that don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, maybe you knew him once, but you are backslidden, I would like to pray for you. I just want you to raise your hand. Raise your hand. I see those hands. Can I be so bold to ask you to come to the front, please? Tasha and Ashley, can I ask you to pray with them? And I want you, it doesn't stop here. Tomorrow night, come to JD12 so that we can run the race. So that we can teach you guys. And they're going to pray with you. They're going to lead you to Christ. But I want you to come. Let Gina, I believe you come. Come JD12 too. Let us lead. We can teach you to run the race of endurance. Amen. Just pray with them for me. Lead them to Christ and get their numbers and let them come to JD tomorrow night. Pastor Sean, I'm just going to ask you to come and end this service for us. And if there's at the back, um, if you walk around this way, there's opening at the back. There's a door where you can go out where I will greet you. And if you are here for the first time, I would like you to come and have coffee with me. God bless you and keep you and surround you. Pastor Sean. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word this morning. We thank you, Lord, for impacting our lives and for reminding us who we are, Father, and who you are through us, in us, Lord, and that you have a plan for each and every one of our lives, Father God. As we go out this morning, I pray that you will help us and guide us to keep impacting the world out there, Father God. And we, we talk about harvest, seed time and harvest time. And we will bring back the harvest to you, Father, in Jesus' name. So lead us this morning. Lead us this week. Protect each and every one of us as we go out, Lord. Cover our families, Lord. Seal us off, Father God, and bless us today as we go out. This we pray in and through your holy name, Father. Amen.